Welcome to episode 54 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have some fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL, and I think the NHL is the Seattle Kraken right now. Let's just say that, okay? So much to cover in the Kraken reaction this week. We had the Pacific Division roller coaster, which just kept going up, which is fantastic. Of course, my gambling corner. I'm on a hot streak, kind of. Uh, Shane Wright went nuclear in the Valley. That was amazing. We have our three stars of the week. That's a new feature on the show. And in no dumb questions, we're going to talk about some gambling terms because, you know, gambling's a hot topic right now. And why not gamble on your Seattle Kraken? Holy smokes, they're kicking some ass. Let's go. Welcome to the Kraken Pod. up my name is jeff janusic and this is my friend and co-host joey cirillo holy shit earmuffs <laughs> how are you feeling man i think even the dude who kind of gave us the business a, a couple months ago about you know swearing too much on the on the on the pod is probably uh-huh. like he's probably even like shit yeah holy fuck yes <sighs> I don't know. I also haven't really seen him around lately, so maybe he just stopped listening to us in general. It's, I mean, it's either one did. or the other. It's like <laughs> he either has accepted it or just completely moved on. We lost him, buddy. But it's cool. Either way, I don't like to kick off, like me personally, I don't like to kick off the, the Kraken pod swearing, but like this is, we're in uncharted waters right now at the Seattle Kraken. Uh, three huge wins. Basically, we rose up to the top of the league. We rose up pretty much to the top of the division by beating three Pacific Division teams in a row. Fantastic mm-hmm. wins over San Jose, the Golden Knights, not so golden. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, and of course, the Anaheim Ducks. That was a little wonky, but we did it. They won the game. So, like, are we? Dude, gonna, are this- we doing cracking reaction right now? You want to get right into it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. Right, Welcome let's- to. I got to do the official intro. Let's chill yes. out. Hold on. All right. Okay. Welcome to the Kraken reaction. So, Joey, welcome to what it feels like being a fan of a kick-ass hockey team. Uh, as you know, it's the Detroit Red Wings podcast, and I experienced that for many years. Um, and the Seattle Kraken are, and this is like, I mean, you have to sit, they're an elite team in the NHL right now. I don't really know how to handle it. So we, we literally pretty much just jumped right into recording. But before we did, and I kind of had to stop, like, pump the brakes on myself, I looked at you and I'm like, like the Kraken are one of the top teams in the league right now. I legitimately don't know how to handle this. What movie was that? That Sandra Bullock Netflix movie. She's like blindfolded in a canoe. And like oh. her hands are out and she's like trying to Shoot. find out where the fuck she's the birds or something. No, the... no birds. doesn't matter. That's how, I feel. That's how I feel like I am right now with the Seattle crack. I, I'm in uncharted territory as somebody who's been watching hockey for, I mean, like following a specific team for the past year and change. It just feels I don't know. And honestly, like, I've never been happier to eat crow. I, listen, it's hard to talk about. I don't want to jinx anything. We're a quarter of the way through the season. There's still a lot of hockey left to play. With I that being wanna... said, th- this team as sh- showing evident signs that they were a really freaking good hockey team. And if they end up going from, what, 60 points last year to 100-plus and making the playoffs this year, I'll be the first to admit that I was totally wrong. 
And you were 100% right. Like you went full Ted Lasso and you have every reason to go full Ted Lasso because before the season started, you were saying playoff team. And I'm like, I just don't, I don't see it. But right now these boys are playing like not only like a playoff team, but like a team that can make some serious noise, which is, it's still, it's pretty mind blowing. How are you feeling about it? I feel freaking awesome, dude. I I mean, did I think they were going to be this good? Uh, no. Did I think they were going to make the playoffs truly? Yeah. It, my gut said yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but last week I predicted we'd, we'd win every single game this past week, beat the Pacific division up. We did it. I'm just telling you, dude, uh, as I'm going to be the Ted Lasso life is short. Enjoy this full force. Enjoy it. Because if the wheels fall off and this whole thing falls apart, mm-hmm. then we're back into misery. And that could happen at any moment. You know, God forbid, Something happens to somebody on the team. Yeah, you put some goes, evil out there right now. I don't like right? it. I've yeah. got to say it, but I have, but the positivity <laughs> will counteract any bad juju that's coming through for the Seattle Kraken. So what I'm saying is this is I'm going to speak to you, Joey, and to you listening. If you're don't know how to react to this, you don't know what to think. Maybe you're new uh, to the Seattle Kraken and to watching hockey. You've been watching since last year. Like, enjoy this. Just, okay. We're just clear. your clear your mind. Stop. Take a second. Take a deep breath. Are you ready? <laughs> That's a really weird, very like guttural exhale yeah. you just did there. Are you okay? No, I'm dude. I'm helping. This okay. is, you just ruined. You're ruining the moment. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was like a weird. Like, I was into Zip it for it. a second, and then you no. breathed out, and it felt like you're turning in. I've been playing a lot of The Last of Us, and I feel like you sound kind of like a like a person that's morphing into a zombie. I'm just throwing that out there. The anyway, Last of Us. Yeah, I know. Listen, you're a dad. Well, well, you know, what like, is that? For video games. You know, I don't that's have a game. game. Exactly. Yeah, not a game that your kids play. Oh, okay. Which By I the am. way, I'm pretty pumped. My <laughs> my dad is buying our kids a Nintendo Switch, and I'm pretty fired up. Um, Dude, hell yeah, switches are awesome for Christmas. So anyway, um, but anyway, back to what I was saying is, <laughs> we're 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 losing grips, man. We got to stay focused. Uh, it is it is okay to enjoy this, Joey. Enjoy it because the wheels could fall off at any moment. The Seattle Kraken are a top tier team in the NHL. They keep proving it over and over again. Everybody, including myself, has been waiting for something to happen, and it just mm-hmm. doesn't. It does, even if there's a loss, which doesn't happen that often. It's only happened five times so far this season. It, it, they recover, they figure it out. They they are scoring like mad from all over the place. It's just something to feel good about. So please enjoy this. What a week! Holy smokes! We need to get into last week's Pacific Division domination. And it started on Wednesday versus the San Jose Sharks. And that thing was, that was a wild game. Wild. It was eight different goal scorers. Is that right? Seven different goal scorers. Eight goals scored in total, which I think you took the over. We're going to get into this later, but I think it was like five and a half goals. So you had to basically score six and like they hit that easily or four and a half. So they had to score five, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, this game was eight to five. Jeff, did you know that the Kraken right now are on pace to score 113 points this year, and eight different players on the team have 10 or more points? I've been watching these stats, and uh, okay. Statman, I, I, I saw that you wrote that down, but I've been watching, yeah. you know, everybody's talking about it right now. What's what is, I think the best part about this is all these national analysts are now going to start coming over to being like, Oh, well, this is a great team. They're fun to watch. They're the Cinderella Mm -hmm. team of the season. Like that's already happening. And people are already going like, wow. Meanwhile, you know, there was uh, some that were, you know, dogging us like crazy. And here we are. So yeah, I think there's no reason 
to think that the wheels will fall off. Something will just completely collapse um, because this team is kind of built around being a great team, not dependent on any one player necessarily, even goaltending. And it's just, it's just a machine right now. And, and I love it. And I don't see the machine going down. So what you're saying is we're allowed to enjoy this. I was fully preparing myself to do an hour and a half long podcast where we just argue back and forth about Grubauer. You don't want to do that? That, that was our, our no, that the notes. I just wrote in the notes. I said argue with Jeff about Gru, and then that was it. I'm 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 it's feeling the positivity. Good. I'm I'm I want Gru to do well. I want us I want to, so I'm being facetious because everyone online needs to chill the fuck out and just enjoy a good hockey team instead of ripping each other's throats out. Listen, I it's, it's getting a little ridiculous. How about you just support the dude and you want him to do well? That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say about that. No, it's a general theme for social media. Uh, as a whole, is everybody needs to just chill the hell out and just enjoy life a little bit more. Yeah, just go in there and be happy. Just be happy. Just be happy. Root for, just be happy. Root for the Kraken. And all right. all right, so here we go. Wednesday, San Jose. San Jose. The Kraken end up winning eight to five. Uh, Timo Meyer, he's a fantastic player for the San Jose Sharks. Had a hat trick. Doesn't fucking matter. Kraken's in <laughs> a franchise record. Who? Uh, yeah. Did I, did I fuck his nap already? No. I'm saying who? No, no, I wasn't making fun of you. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm like saying who? Who cares? I mean, like oh, I wasn't. Okay, even, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I was like, I'm, still, I'm right. still, I'm very self conscious, Jeff. It's like, oh, it's, sorry. I, I'm so new to hockey that every time I come across a guy's freaking name, his name could be like Alex Smith, and I'm like, hope it's not Alex. You know, what I'm saying like every fucking person's from like Scandinavia. <laughs> like, I don't know how Dude, to pronounce people's names. If if we could somehow put like the first podcast episode where you talking about hockey to like these podcast episodes, where you're like. Gretzky. <laughs> Hey, well, you're like a pod, you're like a, a hockey expert now and a podcast expert. So it's you've come. So don't worry. No, I'm just making fun of Timo Meyer. First like episode, who's Wayne Gretzky? Like, and we're canceled. All right, but no. So, so the Kraken ended up winning eight to five, and like you mentioned earlier, so seven different players uh, had a goal, which is fantastic. Um, I just lost my note here. Sorry, give me one second. How did that? I scrolled by accident. Anyways. Uh, the Kraken in the second period, they score three times in under five minutes, but they ended up going into the third period. It was tied 4 4. Um, my highlight of this game was Bjorkstrand. He finally got that freaking monkey off his back. He scored a goal in this game, and it's the first goal that he has had since the home opener, which was 17 games ago. Sorry, season opener, Oof. not home opener. 17 games ago it was also good to see the big rig out there because as you know he was part of the lower body industry snatched him up for a couple days he came back he scores a goal the kraken end up rolling eight to five and what was just one of the craziest hockey games i've ever seen granted small sample size but there was just some weird shit going around i don't know what what it was but overall great game and the kraken put up eight freaking points you know i i was fired up about this game because Again, I felt I just felt the positive vibes going into the week, and uh, I just I just had a gut feeling that we were going to take over this division, which we almost did, and uh, mm -hmm. that's that was the start of my parlay, my good vibes parlay action with the DraftKings sportsbook app because um, I was pumped about this. I, I had a gut feeling, and I've been trying to pick these parlays. I've been talking about it, right? So that game, I picked the Kraken to win. Right on the money line. Yes, uh, I picked the over on goals at six and a half. Smoked that, no problem. Uh, two and a half over first period. So total goals in the first period, two and a half. Smoked that, and I'm proud of this. And I'm actually still three for three, uh, three in a row right now. Uh, I picked Ryan Donato to score, and yes, he, he did. He did in fact score with basically the entire team as well. So yes, he did. 
pretty fired up about that. And I, I love to see him score. That was awesome. So, you know, a shootout, just like, just, you know, flying around the rink and taking down the San Jose Sharks like they should have eight to five, the Kraken win going into Friday night. And I was nervous about Friday night. Um, for me personally, Friday was a fun, fun day. Uh, really had a blast on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. So it all kind of just rolled into that. And the Kraken beat the Golden Knights four to two, which where does this stand for you, Joey, in terms of wins of the season? Is this the best, the biggest win of the season for the Seattle Kraken? I will do like a little spinneroo on you here. I actually think that I could easily argue this is the biggest win of the franchise. And again, small sample size here, mm. but if you look at everything that's kind of on the table, the trajectory of the Kraken, the Vegas Golden Knights, not only being first in the Pacific, but arguably being uh, the best team in the league, whatever Boston um, for, and for them never to having beat the Vegas Golden Knights and going into their barn and beat them like they did. I think this is the biggest win the Kraken had. There's also like some weird factors that lined up too. Like you said, it was Friday. It was the day after Thanksgiving. This is my first day after Thanksgiving watching hockey. So that was a whole new experience for me because I spent, and I'll get into more of this later, but I spent the entire day literally on my couch in sweatpants eating leftovers. It was the best day of, of all time. But that's awesome. It was it was great. And um, yeah, I'll get into more of that a little bit later here. But no, man, I just think it was such a good game. Also, shout out to Grubauer. It was his birthday. He comes back. He was injured. He comes back. It's his birthday. The defense was pretty much non-existent in the first. They left him out to dry a couple of times. And uh, the Vegas Golden Knights put on two goals and instantly... Uh, the easy thing to do is to jump on Gru about how he shouldn't be in net and Martin Jones and blah, blah, blah. And guess what happens? Doesn't give any more goals. The guy ends up having 20 saves. He gets the freaking win. And we beat the Vegas Golden Knights on Friday night in their barn four to two. I'll be honest. It was weird to see Gruby back in goal. It was weird. It's been, it feels like it's been since last season. Why does it feel like it's been so fucking long? It's been a while. I mean, what he he went down in that game against uh, shoot, what was that? Uh, was I don't it? remember, but it, I remember I remember the specific play because I remember mm-hmm. remember he remember remember when he goes down on the ice and I I thought he was just doing like sad grew. I'm like, oh, sad grew is sad because he just kind of put his head flat down on the ice after he fell over. Come to find out, he actually had like strained his groin or something like that, and then a day later it came out that he was injured. I can't freaking believe i can't remember the damn team was it doesn't matter so i think you might be right about this being the biggest win for the franchise because it's the first win against the golden knights Mm -hmm. um you know they they have because i don't maybe now they're thinking about us i i feel like uh they've been our uh rival game right since they since we came into the league so maybe the the golden knights are thinking that we are because we we they obviously want to beat us next time we play right um so anyway, I, I think I agree with you on that. This was a big game for a lot of reasons. Another thing is after uh, Berkey uh, scored two goals, this chatter that I saw you put out right from the Kraken pod Twitter account, mm-hmm. basically saying is Burkowski the best free agency signing of the NHL offseason?" And I think the answer on that one is yeah. I mean, the way he's playing, man, is freaking out of control. I keep trying to make this nickname for him happen where I keep calling him the silent assassin. And then I'll do like a gift from like Assassin's Creed. It's just me kind of want to nerd out with video games. But sure, for real, like that's how I view him, man. And we talked about it before, but like he's not really vocal. Maybe inside the locker room, we will never really know if that's the case. But in front of a mic, he's kind of a he's kind of a quiet dude. But holy shit, the shot on him 
This guy's got a freaking snipe. And every time he has the puck, he is so dangerous with it. And it's not just his his shot, but like his ability to always make the right play. Every time he has the puck and we're in the offensive zone and he's touching it, I'm just like, oh, here we go. Because like he, he's dangerous, man. You really, really have to watch out for him. And it's just great to see it all working out for him because when he was with Washington and when he was with Colorado, he was on these teams that were freaking stacked. I mean, he won Stanley Cups with both of those teams. And every time he kept saying, like, I respect my teammates. I want to go somewhere. I am the guy. Well, now he is the guy, and he's showing the hell out. He's leading the team, 21 points. Uh, he's just fantastic. I, I do believe he is on the list, top three of the best free agent signings uh, in the NHL over the summer. Uh, the dude is fantastic. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm not. No, I, I'm not sure if I'm feeling your your nickname. Okay, so a silent assassin. I mean, I'm gonna make we, it happen. It's like fetch. I'm gonna make it happen. What if we battle? Like maybe like <laughs> we'll battle to see who gets the you know because we've like the Dundertaker. I think we invented that, right? So the Dundertaker. no, we, we definitely came up with the Dundertaker. And also, by the way, calling him Berkey is not a nickname. You're just shortening up his last name. Come so, up with the real nickname, people. I'm just saying. I'm looking at his full name right now, mm-hmm. and like the first thing I thought of is like Andre the Giant, but Man, no. he's not big. No, he's not. But I mean, Andre the Giant was cool. Yeah. So there's awesome. that. So maybe so, kegs of beer, kegs of beer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I'll never forget that he's got that photo of him holding a Molson Canadian. Yeah, it's like dude. a regular size beer, and it looks like he's holding like a, I don't know, like a. It, 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 like a, a kid's like one of those cups that you would um like a sippy little, cup? yeah like those little wax cups you know those little wax cups like you would like uh, your grandma's house you'd get very specific dad's reference i, I don't know whatever i have no idea just, just right. move on move on yeah, we, we need to, we need to have a poll we need to have an official poll to see what uh andre burkowski's nickname is going to be right so i think yes, we should assassin that's the winner right there i don't know why you want to do this no. to me try to sabotage me I can't accept that. We'll see. <laughs> if the Kraken Pod fam accepts that, then I'll accept it. But right now, I'm not sure if I'm That's feeling fine. that. So, all right, no, but so yeah, so uh, Burakovsky, he has uh, he has two goals in the game. And what I really liked, and I made a uh, note about this, is the Kraken actually outshot Vegas eight to two in the first period, and I'm having a two goal lead. Um, again, just just playing absolutely. Wait, two goal lead. I, listen, I'm I'm not, my notes are all messed up over here. I don't know what's going on. It's been a long freaking Monday, but um, no, just overall, just an awesome game. And I have to say that um, we have to give a shout out to Jordan Eberle. Like his dad energy was super high. He had what I believe is maybe the highlight of the season because it not only was a sweet backy, which we obviously are a fan of here, but it was a second effort goal. And I know how much you love those goals when. The goalie Hill makes a play on the puck and then uh, Eberly gets the rebound and manages to do a sweet backy and flips right up over him. Second effort. It's an, it's an effort goal right there. He had two defenders on him. It didn't freaking matter. And that's the reason why we beat the goal of nights because of plays like that. So that leads perfectly into my second uh, parlay pick in a row uh, going into that game. I just felt it, man. I felt it. I picked the Kraken to win on the money line again, I think right now it's a safe bet on the Seattle Kraken in that first period. They just score a shit ton. Um, and saying that the total goal is going to be over two and a half, I think, in any Kraken game is just easy money. So I picked that. And I picked – I felt it, dude. I really felt Jordan Eberle. I picked him as an anytime goal scorer. You did. And I will, I will never did. forget this moment. Like, we had a really good day. Um, I actually went golfing with my father-in-law and what? my brother-in-law. I do golf poorly. I love golf. Okay. I love it, okay. but I suck. And uh, we played in the, you know, it was uh, rainy and foggy. 
And we played at one of the nicest courses in the city. Um, and there was nobody out there, which was awesome. And I played with uh, my yeah, because uh, you're playing like the hills have eyes weather. Like, what are you doing out there, man? It was it was, it was so great. Foggy and weird outside, and you're just like, let's go golfing, guys. Like, what's no, happening? we planned it out. We planned it out, and we just stuck to it. It was all right. It kind of like it misted, and then it would stop, and then it misted a whole, and then like basically rain. But we drank beer, and uh, we had a good time. And my nephew, who did not drink beer, he's there. He was about twelve, or he is twelve, and um, we we just had a blast just hanging out there, and like. I'm a bad golfer, but this was such a good day. My, my father-in-law is a scratch golfer, like really good. My brother-in-law smashes the ball and he's almost scratch, which means they're both really good. So is I usually a drive get guy. Can he, or can he actually play? Because there, there is a difference. There's guys out there that can be like, I'm going to like happy Gilmore style. They're like I'm going to drive this shit 500 yards, but they have like no short game. They can't, they can't hit a wedge. No, he's good. He's all around good. They're okay. just, they're just good. And you know, I went into it like a little, I always get nervous cause I'm, I'm bad. I'm not a good golfer. That's not like, fun. That's why I don't no. golf. It's fucking embarrassing now. So I'm a 50, 50 guy. Like, you know, um, <laughs> it's anyway, but I, I walked away from that, that, that round going like, man, that was fun. I actually enjoyed myself. I didn't for, for the first time in years did not care about how I played. My father-in-law and brother-in-law are cool and they know that I am okay. Um, and, and most of the time suck, but I walked away going like, I'm, I, I really want to get into it this year. I really want to you know, like get a practice net in the back. I want to, you know, work on my swing. I want to do this. I really enjoy that game. So I want to, I want to do that. Right. So that was a really cool morning. Also too, uh, maybe one of the best shots of my golf career, which has sucked is um, I hold it from about a, about a hundred yards out on a, uh, on a nine iron, just like, sh- like almost straight into the hole. And oh, my, uh, okay. my, ne- my nephew watched it happen and he's like, it went in the hole. I was like, no, it didn't. And then, uh, <laughs> anyway, so it was pretty sweet. So, what, that, this is a, so then we did that. Then we went to do a uh, celebration in the Oaks. Um, no one uh, here knows what that is. Everyone's listening. Like, what the fuck is celebration in the Oaks? So it's a Christmas thing. You drive through. It's all Christmas. You pay a lot of money to look at lights. It's a fucking ripoff now. By in the way, like, three years ago, it used to be like ten dollars. Now it's like forty, and Dude, they just make cool. you drive and look at these lights. It's kind of bullshit. I'm Don't just be saying. a Grinch. You, you, I'm not being a Grinch. I'm being honest. No, it's cool. It's okay. cool. It's tradition. Yeah. And then we also went to after that. We went to the amusement park and had fun at the amusement park with the kids. So we rode shit. I also have reached the age. Where and this will come back to the Vegas Golden Knights memory. Uh, I've also reached the age where I can't go on rides that go around and around, like roller Dude, coasters. That way my entire life, yeah, oh. anything that goes around in a circle, I immediately start vomiting violently. Like my whole mm-hmm. day's ruined. Like my my vertigo is so thrown off. It's over. No, nope. we did the little ladybug roller coaster at nope. the thing. That oh, was no, cool. No, no. Nope, roller coaster's fine. But mm. then we went. Then went on a bunch of other rides, and finally went on the swings that just go in a circle. <laughs> You know, oh. the swings that just whip no, you those around. Those are the worst. Those in teacups, dude, will fuck you up. I'm telling oh. you right now. Everyone's like, oh, teacups. You make them spin faster and faster. It's like I will literally vomit, and gravity will take the vomit and do it counterclockwise, and then everyone's going to get a taste. You want that to go? You want that to happen? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, we don't. Uh, so then we went to – after that, it was it was a full day. Um, my brother-in-law and we all wanted to watch the Pelicans game, and I, I wanted to catch the – the golden Knights game. So mm-hmm. we went to Buffalo wild wings, the, the whole family. So we're sitting there and I asked him, Hey, can you change this other TV that I'm looking at to the Kraken game? So they changed it and we're sitting there watching the Pelicans get absolutely destroyed by the Grizzlies. And then um, I'm watching this game and Ebb's goal, Everly's goal was just, I'll never forget that moment because I was like, I, I yelled out loud. Everybody at the table was like, what the hell's going on? Uh, it was like, obviously, 
twofold for me. It was a sweet goal against the Golden Knights uh, to you know help win that game and then also help win that bet, which is fantastic. And I just felt that energy all evening long keeping up with this game and what was going on. And I just, that was a statement win right there and a really statement moment for me too. So I'll never forget that game. So back to the very beginning, I agree with you. That is a franchise win right there. A franchise defining win, beating the Las Vegas Golden Knights four to two. I'm not going to lie. I'm never going to doubt you ever again, because as you started telling that story, the next thing you know, you're talking about celebration in the Oaks. I'm like, where in the hell is it going with this? But you brought it all back around. Awesome day. Golf. I will never never doubt you again. I napped after golf. (laughs) You napped after golf. See, I can never. So why I don't, I don't golf and I, I, everyone like I'm horrible. I've already admitted that, but like me golfing in the fog, I beat the dude who's like, oh, I can't find my ball. And then no one would look. And I would just throw it somewhere on the green, be like spotted it right there. Like that would just be my game. So that's well, cool with play. me, dude. No, yeah. we'll go, we, okay. So we can, we should go golf. Let's go, go. Let's go do some shit golf. Why not? Who cares? All, all I honestly care about is were you wearing the, the waggle golf gear that they sent us? Were you wearing the Kraken hat when you were out there, the proper golf hat repping the Kraken? I actually had it with me. I gave it to my nephew. Are you uh, wearing it? Okay. So you he were wearing so it. He could wear it. So he could wear it. He didn't have a hat. He needed a hat. I I gave it to him to wear and then reclaimed it after. But like now it's I out ha- in the woods somewhere. There's just a crack of no, hat out right. in the woods. It's here. It's in my house. It's in good shape. Yours still has the stickers on it. I'm going to give it to you. Don't oh, I appreciate worry. it. Okay. Thank you. It's All right, moving on. Okay. We got to move on. So Sunday, Anaheim. Kraken end up winning five to four. Massive, massive win. I was tweeting out something about how this is just like Sunday night crazy hockey. Like like the whole game was so bonkers. It made no sense. But overall, after the crack and win this game, Jeff, they go to seven, one and one on the road. They have won five straight, including four straight against intra division opponents. It was chaos hockey. I don't know how else to describe it. None. Like it was the second period. Really the second period for some reason, like things got so weird. The vibes were totally off watching through the TV. You could feel it. I didn't like what was going on, but in the end, who gives a shit? Because the Kraken ended up skating away with a win. Uh, our boy, Matty Beers for Beneers, he has a goal and two assists. That's three points for him. He has nine points in his past four games. Uh, he previously had a six-game drought. He is recovering from that very quickly. I think he's actually on pace to score like 66 to 70 points uh, this season, which is absurd. Calder. Um, but yeah, man, it's just... It was a really weird game. Did you get a chance to watch this game, or were you tuckered out from your uh, your holiday weekend? No, I did watch a little bit of it, and um, it was weird. Like, you know, it started off strong, um, and I tried to go for that parlay in a row. I went too big on the parlay. I tried to pick too many things and go for some crazy odds, and it didn't work out in my favor. Um, I had the, the Kraken winning, but uh, I, I had the Ducks scoring first, which did not happen, uh, so that, that screwed me over. But... Um, it was you nailed it. It was a it was a weird day. It was like the Sunday after, you know, the holiday back to normal life on Monday. It's like uh, it's just kind of a weird vibe in the air. And it started off strong. But then that second period happened. And what did you tweet out? You said like this. This is the vibes are weird or the vibes are off in this. No, second it period. felt weird, man. Like the second period, like nothing felt right. Then there was the play where, uh, you know, geeky is skating backwards and he runs into the big cat and ends up concussing himself. At least that's what it looked like. I'm hoping he's okay. He went out for the rest of the game. That was really weird. Uh, Elixiac had like a weird thing where it looked like he could have seriously had uh, been a part of the lower body industry. 
He left the game, ended up coming back out on the ice, thank God. Um, there was just some really weird goals that were given up. The Kraken just kept uh, committing penalties and spending time in the sin bin. I'm just like, I don't know what's going on here, but this is really weird. And I think if like the Ducks once like muck things up and kind of play their game, like that was what they wanted to do. And they got that, but the Kraken end up finding a freaking way to win, which is really impressive. I also have to shout out. So a couple of people, Everett Fitzhugh and Dave Tomlinson, they had the call and the call um, they're usually on the radio, but there were some audio issues with like the Root Sports Network that's being broadcast for ESPN Plus. So they took over. They did a fantastic freaking job. And then I love the call of the ding dong Daniel Sprong when Spronger scored the goal and Everett Fitzhugh came up with that little tagline for him. I thought it was fantastic. I also just love the way Spronger is playing. So shout out to them. And a random fact here. Uh, during the five-game win streak the Kraken are currently on, they have scored 23 goals over that span. They're averaging 4.6 goals a game during this winning streak. So, yeah, goals plenty. So you betting the over does not surprise me. It it was a strange game, and uh, they they came out on the right side. They found a way to win this weird game. That's a huge vibes thing that's going on right now, and I love where the Kraken are. By the way, I just looked it up. The odds for Maddie Beneers to win the Calder, uh, they were at plus 400. They're now plus 300. So the odds are dropping. Still really good odds for you to jump in on. That is a lock for this dude because this guy is just, he's looking like a stallion. Like he's been in the league for three years already and he's just killing it fantastically. So, um, and I also think we should, I think what we should do, Joey, is over the week, I think we should come up with our own unique calls inspired by Fitzy and Tomlinson on the ding dong Daniel Sprong. Ding dong Daniel Sprong. Ding dong Daniel Sprong is like, that's just fantastic. We should come up with some alternative ones for different players. So I'm just going to write that down as an idea for the next pod. I'm into it. I'm into it. Also, too, it was weird vibes on Twitter. We had people coming at uh, Eddie Olchick, which is like, what is going on? People yeah, there's, one, just, there's one random dude. I'm not too worried about it. You called him out, and I appreciate that because like the Kraken invested heavily in having arguably – well, we know this, the best, you know, broadcast team across the board in the NHL. And then we got people calling them out like, okay, aren't, aren't, isn't this part of the entertainment of the sport? Like this is, we've all got to step back and chill out a little bit on this shit, man, because it's, a, it's, it's meant to be fun and we, sh- we should be having fun right now because the Kraken are killing it. And here we are trying to pick apart uh, what the sport the sports broadcasters, the color commentary guys talk about who cares if he's talking about uh, horse racing, which Eddie O is, is one of he's huge into horse racing. I don't know if you you knew, but uh, he, he usually does the on the field stuff for the Kentucky Derby. Have you seen that? What? I did not know that. Yeah. I, forgot I, just, don't, that. I just don't give a shit about horse racing. I'm like, Oh cool. It's a bunch of fucking rich people in stupid hats watching horses go around, but Hey, I get it. I mean, I literally live right next to the racetrack here in new Orleans. I popped over a couple times. It's a good time, but overall it's not for me, but, but that doesn't matter. What's awesome is that Eddie O does like the, on the track stuff with it. I had no freaking idea. Obviously that's a pretty big deal. It's like the, it's like their super bowl. Yep. It's pretty cool. Um, so anyway, it was just a weird night and I'm, I'm in general and I'm glad it's uh, done. Um, you know, yes, we, and also, also too. Now I did go down big time in my betting. I tried to go too big and, uh, I learned a lesson there is don't pick a parlay. That's got like six parts to it. That's just, even though the, like, you know, if I would have won that thing, I would have been basically buying everybody in the podcast, like autographed jerseys. Um, but I, I did pick the Dundertaker to score a goal yes, and did. I'm, 
I am proud to say three games in a row I've picked a goal scorer. And by the way, Vince Dunn's, he just walked right in and just like he was in freaking practice and warm-ups Dude, before the game. That's a little tap, tap, tap a little tap, yep. tap, tappy. That's all it was, baby. Just he put that right where it's supposed to be. He set it home. That yep. was beautiful. And also yep. speaking of Vince Dunn, you know that him and Justin Schultz are one of the eight players that have 10 points or more for the Seattle Kraken, which is ridiculous. And I have to mention, so for those that do not know or do not see it, because we understand that not everybody that listens to this podcast also has Twitter and follows us on their blah, blah, blah. So Jeff, what you've started doing is before the games, you will throw together like a parlay. Like you just group a bunch of stuff and you throw it together. Like, all right, this is my, this is my bet of the night. And I jokingly started calling it Jeff's good vibes only parlay of the night. And I say good vibes only because every time I look at it, I can guarantee there's going to be one thing on there that you're going to take the crack and the win on every single bet for pretty much every single game because you're Mr. Positivity. And yep. it also it also works because if anybody tries calling you out, if your bet's loose, I'm like, hey, dude, we're going off good vibes here. So you're bringing bad vibes. We don't want the bad vibes. We're trying to have some good vibe bets. So anyways, that's what if- you've been doing. You hit on like what? Two that were plus 1,300 back-to-back, which were outrageous. I, I saw like the one that you had uh, for, the, for the game last week. Hold on. I'm going back up to right now because now I'm spacing out here. I've got what it. No, I've got it. I've got the, it. The San Jose Sharks. That one was out of control. Do you want to quickly, so we don't bore everybody to death, but quickly go over like exactly what you put together that end up hitting? Well, this is the official uh, Jeff's you know, good vibes only uh, gambling corner because I did say this in, in a tweet. I said I was going to buy something with winnings to like give away, and I've been looking at it. It's Cyber Monday right now, so I am looking at – I'm going to buy something because here's basically what I did was um, for the Sharks game, I picked – Kraken to win on the money line over yes. six and a half total goals. Ryan Donato, anytime goal scorer, and then uh, over uh, two and a half goals in the first period. I put down 10 bucks, one $140. Should put down a hundred, buddy. You've been rolling fucking $1,400 cash. Dude, the day I have the balls to put down a hundred bucks on a parlay is going to be like <laughs> maybe, maybe this week. Maybe we'll see what happens. Why not you go big? Twice. You would have hit twice. Back to back because you also had a ridiculous one on the freaking on the Golden Knights game and you hit that one too. So the Golden Knights was Eb scoring, crack and winning on the money line, and again over two and a half on the first. The so first I, he, yeah. here's what I'm gonna say is like what I've learned is, and then I went for six. We had a plus sixteen thousand. I put ten dollars down to win uh like fifteen hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> but too much stuff. So I've learned I've learned I gotta keep it at three. Keep it I at like- three. I like the anytime goal score vibes. And I think if I really feel like the Kraken are going to lose, because they have to lose at some point, right? Um, maybe I just won't make the bet that night. And maybe I'll pick another game. I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't. Or I you do can not- just stay away from picking the Kraken to win because what your superpower is, you have a gut feeling, like an instinct on when who is going to score a goal for the game. You've been three for three on that. You're like, you're like when you called out Donato, I don't remember the last time that he scored a goal. And of course, he gets one to open up the floodgates. Calling Vince Dunn to score a goal, that's not normal. He's a defenseman. Guess what he does? He taps one home. So I don't know, man. Like that's your that's your superpower right there. If I get four in a row, I'm expecting a damn call from the Seattle Kraken locker room. Okay. And I, I'm I'm gonna expect them to start greasing me up to pick them to, to score goals. I'm just expecting that. He might fly you out there to like touch you as they go onto the ice for good luck. Like before you go out to the ice to give Jeff a hug and you just whisper, believe into their That's ears. right. You're blessed. <laughs> you are blessed with the thumb welcome. of. Well, yeah. Welcome to the church of Jeff. 
Man, now, we'll be, my we'll be my $130. I'm <laughs> blaspheming. I'm blaspheming right now. Trying not to go. Okay, gotcha. Three Anyways, gambling wins in a row. And I'm talking like him. If he wants to follow along with that, Twitter at KrakenPod. Jeff's been doing his good vibes only parlay of the night. He's been doing that for all the Kraken games. So please follow along. It's been a lot of fun. Do you want to get into the upcoming games now, real quick? Let's go for it because I'm starting to think about what I'm going to bet, right? So we've okay. got the rematch yes, against rematch. the Kings. In L.A. coming up on Tuesday night. So tomorrow night, we're recording this on Monday. So it'll yes. be released on Tuesday. So tonight, the Kraken are playing in L.A. And I don't know what to think right now because Los Angeles, I think they lost last night, I think, to Vancouver. They lost to Vancouver. And Vancouver, by the way, just got done just throttling the Vegas Golden Knights after we took care of them, too. So shout out to Vancouver for that because we needed that. That's yep. That's exactly right. So the the Canucks are coming up, which is which is cool to see. Um, and I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen here. Um, I think I think I could see us kicking the Golden Knights around a little bit this season, and then struggling with the Kings. Interesting. Okay. I mean, the last time we played them was a little bit over a week ago. It went into overtime. We ended up winning the game three to two. I think we got really lucky because we caught the we caught them on a back to back. They were really tired. They were trying to get home. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's not like they're a bad team. They definitely have some players, but I don't know, man. The Kraken are feeling it. I would love to come back to Comet Pledge with the freaking six game heater. Like that would be that'd be this, ultimate vibes are peaking. By the way, if they win six games in a row, that would set a new franchise record. Well, this right is now, a big right now it's five in a row. It's a big deal because, you know, I'm looking at the, the standings, looking at the playoff standings right now. Playoffs. And in the, in the, in the, in the Pacific division, this is a, this is a very tight game, you know, cause we, this is a must win. We've got to win this game. Got to find a win, way to win it. And I think the Kraken are totally believers in themselves and tuned in and they know how big this is. And if they get a big win over LA, who's two points behind us right now in the standings, they've got 27 points. We've got 29 points and uh, we beat them, then that gives us, uh, you know, two, we're four points ahead of them, right? Yes. So, you know, it's a big, it's a big game. Tomorrow night is a big game. And in just over a week, we're coming back to play them again. So I'm pretty fired up for this game. I, I think, I think the Kraken, I think the Kraken do this. I think they do it. And I think it's not tight. And I think it's a 5-2 win. I'm going to say 5-2 win right now. I'm going to put that down on, on the on the paper. 5-2 win right. over the Kings. All right. I'm into it. I just, uh, I don't know how I how I feel about this game. Yes, the point totals are pretty close. But also they played two more games than the Kraken have so far this year. And if you look at their, uh, their goal differential, like statistically, they're not the best team. So anyways, moving on. Thursday, back at Climate Pledge in Seattle. Facing the Washington Capitals, 9-11 and 3. They're sixth in the Metro. They're 22nd and 23rd in goals for and goals against right now in the NHL. They just haven't really, I can't tell if they're just not really that good of a team or they just can't really figure it out. But again, based off of how they're playing, this is a game that the Kraken should win. And it feels really weird looking at a lot of these games and being like, the Kraken should win this one, the Kraken should win this one, they should win this one. I'm trying not to get too ahead of myself, man. We're only a quarter of the way through the season, but the sample size is getting large, and we're starting to get a real good idea of what these teams are looking like. You know, I'm going for vibes here, and, and you're exactly right. Is like you know, we're it's true they've shown it to us is they can really beat anybody, which is awesome. But if we're going with vibes, I kind of feel like this could be a game that we're going to lose. I, I don't know um, what our record is against Eastern Conference teams this year, but 
I, for some reason, I feel confident about the Kings because we know their game. We know them, right? We know how to play them. Um, at least we, we think we do. Uh, with the Capitals, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, the Capitals are right there. They're just two games under 500. So, you know, they're a good team. They're expected to be better than they are, and I could see them climbing up there. So, you know, we've got a couple of Eastern Conference games Saturday against Florida, uh, who's a little bit better than the Capitals. So, I think we lose one of those two games, the Caps or the Florida game. I'm not sure which. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. And uh, Florida, that this is a game that I'm actually expecting the Kraken to win, and I did make a note that Alexander Barkov, the center, who's also their uh, their captain, is potentially going to be out. They're on a road trip right now, and he came down with an illness, undisclosed, shocker, because it's the sport of hockey, and they don't disclose anything, So, which is incredibly frustrating. But as of now, he's sick. They don't, they don't know when he's going to return to the team. And to answer your question really quick, um, as far as how are the Kraken doing against Eastern Conference opponents, uh, they're 4-1-0 this season. The only loss was on October 17th when we played against the Hurricanes, lost 1-5. to But other than that, Pittsburgh twice, Rangers and Buffalo. So oh, Kraken, are, Kraken are handling the Eastern Conference pretty handily. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game, though. I think it'll be... I think a lot of goals will be scored. I'm really excited to see what's going on. I'm also just really freaking excited to see Climate Pledge Arena when everything is rocking because everyone knows, uh, well, not everyone, but a lot of people that are you know fans of the team are starting to really pay attention. Like, okay, NFL season for the Seahawks is starting to wind down. They are who they are, whatever. Let's start paying attention to a really good team in Seattle right now, and that's the Seattle Kraken. These boys are looking to play for the playoffs. You know, I really want you know you listening part of the Kraken pod, if you're going to the game – um, I, I really want to know the vibe because we can only tell so much on TV. Joey and I have never been there um, to watch a game. So is it getting exponentially louder with the team performing that much better? Um, I really would like some analysis on that. Are people more fired up? Is it more of a party atmosphere? Are there great things going on? Is Bowie, you know, trolling people in the crowd? What What's going on there? So are beer prices coming down? Probably not. Probably but not. I would like to know that sort of vibe. So I think this is kind of a, I felt really strong about the Pacific division and beating up on them, which we did uh, with the Eastern conference teams. I'll give you credit for that awesome stat pulling up against the uh, Eastern conference. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, one of those games, the caps or, or Florida, we go down, but I do think we beat LA. So I'm pumped for the week. Lots of cool stuff going on in the NHL right now. Um, I've been watching this is uh, the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs are heating up, dude. They're starting to get uh, really, really good. Um, they just beat Detroit tonight because this is a Detroit Red Wings podcast. Um, so Detroit podcast. Yep. So uh, Detroit was on a bit of a heater. They had won four in a row, and Toronto marched in and, and beat them. Um, I'm feeling like the trending up teams right now are the Kraken. The Maple Leafs are up there, right? The Devils keep just kind of grinding away. I don't know how they're doing it. The Islanders uh, have have really turned their season around too, which is good. Um, so those teams are pretty strong, and I, I just I just feel I feel it, man. I f- feel it. I think we could, you know, because the Golden Knights have three games at hand over us, right? Mm-hmm. They have they've played three more games than us. So have the Kings, and we're sitting at twenty nine points. The Knights at 35 points and the Kings at 27. So that's your Pacific division leaders right there. I mean, I I really feel like we could with a solid week this week, we could end up 
you know, moving up a couple of notches. We're basically like the sixth best team in the league right now. I think we could come come away being a little bit better. So I hope I'm wrong about these Eastern Conference teams. No, no, man. I think you're totally right. I was looking at the overall standings and saw the crack and we're like six overall in the league. And it's a really slim, you know, margin between like six and like third overall in the league. And the majority of teams have played more games than us. So as long as we keep handling business the way that we should, I think that we can definitely keep moving up uh, in the standings. And you know what, Jeff? I am all here for it. I want the Maple Leafs to go on a heater. I hope they win every fucking game for the rest of the season because I want Maple Leafs fans to continue to grow and grow and grow and how incredibly insufferable they are and annoying and whiny and they can't take a joke and they're just a bunch of baby back bitches. I want them to keep growing in that and grow in their confidence just so in the first round they can get their hearts ripped out hearts came and talked hearts ripped out of their chest like Mortal Kombat finish him style. I pray that the fucking Maple Leafs have a great regular season and their fans are delusional that they're going to win a cup just to watch them get crushed on the ice again. So please, Maple Leafs, continue to heat up so I can watch your demise while I sit back on my couch and I laugh while drinking a beer. <laughs> I'm all for it, man. I, lo- I would love to see the same thing happen. So First fan base in the league. Uh, I, I stand with you on that one. I absolutely agree. Although, right. did you see in New Jersey when they went... The throwing of the trash. They went nuts. They started throwing beers and trash down on the ice. <laughs> and the too. Oilers left the ice and they were all like aghast at like what was going yeah, on. Like, oh my God, they're throwing beers. And when I first saw it, I was like, ah, oh, that's so trashy. And then I saw one person or somebody, some analyst was like, you know, it's a rowdy bunch, but they love their team. And I was like, hell yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. <laughs> throw beers. Sure. Uh, I, I, Here's my thing. If I'm in, if I'm in the stands and that happens to my team, am I throwing my beer? No, I'm drinking my beer. I'm throwing it in a receptacle because I respect mother nature. I'm a respectful human being. I might be a degenerate drunk. I'm not going to throw a fucking beer on the ice and try to hit a player with it. I actually do think that was kind of a trashy move. With that being said, I'm not giving an excuse. I am not giving an excuse to what the fans did at that game. But what I will say is, the, the freaking Zebras had some horrendous calls. They took away three different goals away from the Devils um, who were going for like some crazy win streak record in the NHL, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was just brutal. And the fans were pissed. And they were really fucking drunk. Am I making an excuse for them? <laughs> no, I am not. But can I see how that would happen in a scenario like that? Absolutely. The only way people are throwing anything onto the ice at Climate Pledge Arena is if the freaking... Uh, the people that take care of the ice throughout literal recycling bins for people to like shoot into them like Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the only way anybody at Climate Pledge would ever uh, disrespect uh, the, their team or the opposing team. So I don't know. It was a trashy move, but what do you expect for a bunch of drunk people from New Jersey, man? It's kind of par for the course, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think you pretty much nailed it. It's New Jersey, dude. It's, you know, it's the swamp. It's basically yeah, like, what do you expect? Have you ever been to fucking Jersey? Like, you want to go on the turnpike and tell me it's nice and clean? No, you get the fuck out of there because you're going to get a beer can thrown out your head. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Welcome to go. New Jersey. Here, Here's your beer can. Clunk. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that should be their, they, like you're driving through the state, like here's a beer can clunk. That should be like on their state sign. I need to look. I look. I, I really need to look and see if that's a parlay or like a uh, some sort of, of a, a prop bet in, in the DraftKings Sportsbook uh, app. I need to do that because uh, that that. There's some pretty sweet ones in here, by the way, too. So there's some cool stuff. Again, you should totally go after the Maddie Beneers uh, plus 300 for rookie of the year. 
I'm telling you, like it's, just, it's the easiest money you'll ever win. I'm in a I'm in it like plus four fifty. I'm just riding that all the way until the freaking skate falls off. Yep, I got plus four hundred. I put a hundred bucks down in the last podcast episode. And I'm yes. telling you, this is like a natural thing. We've been talking about it for so long, and then I've like gotten obsessed with this app. And and you should too. It's it's it is time for you to try it out. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. So if you pick the Kraken to win a game, the Kraken win, you put $5 on that of your own money on that game, DraftKings Sportsbook will give you $200 in free bets. And it just sits in there, and then you can do whatever you want with it, throw some parlays on there, and next thing you know, you're just cashing it in, right? It's fun, though. That's what's really cool. And you can bet big, you can bet small, whatever you want. Uh, the same game parlays, that's super fun. We've talked about it all podcast episode. It's fun to kind of pick and see who's going to score goals, all these different combinations and that can get you a big payout too so it's really really cool and fun to do it's safe it's secure it's reliable there's like 15 different forms of id that you put in should you want to put it in uh there's like the what do you call that the the like you can do the face id you have to you can put in your password if you want it's super secure right but it's also easy to get into and easy to use so make sure you check this out Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet that $5 on any NHL team to win that game, their game. Get $200 in free bets if they do. Code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are a proud member of at the Kraken Pod. THPN. Use that code at DraftKings Sportsbook when you sign up. An official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. So Joey had a really great idea, uh, which happens often, and we've adopted it. We're going to give it a shot. It's something we like to call our three stars, our three stars of the week. And this isn't like, you know, we, we know, like we could literally pick three, could throw darts at the roster of the Seattle Kraken, not like literally at them, but like at <laughs> Target practice. I guess. Uh, yeah. I keep hitting Susie for some reason. Forget. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Forget, forget beers. Uh, we're actually throwing darts from the crowd and then we're arrested and we're, uh, the podcast is over, but no, no, like we could, we could throw darts at papers, uh, names on the wall and you could definitely pick a, a star, right? This is more three stars from our life. Okay. Like the past week, what made, the three stars who or what thing gets to yeet the fish based on our life. And I thought this was a pretty cool way to have some fun and kind of uh, dive into some things that we're kind of thankful for as we kind of hit the holiday season. We've gone through Thanksgiving. So Joey, it's your thing. Let's start with your third star of the week. What was your third star of the week last week? Oh, I'm starting off third star. Okay. And I, w- I want to say really quick that you did a great job of explaining it, but it can also be like, think about like anything relevant going on in the world. We are pulling from that. We're making our three stars of the week and it's totally wide open. So you want me to start my third star? My I third so. star. Do I, I go so. one, two, three? Okay. I'll go third star. My third star of the week goes to the UN's U.S. men's soccer team. By the time this podcast comes out, if it comes out in time, hopefully the United States men, will be getting ready to play their match. It's not a game. It's a match. It's football, not soccer, apparently. Against- I watched Ted Lasso, so I know all okay. these things. You know. You know. I Against know. Iran. 
I'm pretty sure it's a must win. I don't really know how points work. All I know is that every four years, I pretend like I am a diehard soccer fan, and I throw on my USA official track jacket that I bought in college when I was really, really drunk and don't remember spending money on. I spent way too much money. And I throw it on every four years, and I bleed red, white, and blue. And then when they let me down, I wait another four years until the World, until the world Cup comes around. So my third star of the week is a U.S. men's soccer team. So – I'm with you on it. Um, I, I love soccer. My my kids are into soccer. My wife was a soccer player. She's really nice. good at it. She In the front yard, she always proves it, and I can't stand it, but it's true. She's really good at it. Um, she destroys me, no problem. Um, but my kids are reaping the benefits of her athletic ability, which is fantastic. Um, but, man, this game against Iran, holy smokes. The, the, the USA, the Team USA – a social media account put out a picture of the Iranian flag without the, like the, the, the emblem in the middle and like, yeah, like they're not happy. And obviously they're already not too happy with us in general, uh, you know, and just, you know, not to get into political stuff, but the rest, you know, what's going on. Can you explain why they hate volatile, (laughs) little volatile situation there. And Did did you see the interview that they were doing where the Iranian, uh, journalist called out like it was so fucking rude where he was calling out one of the players on the u.s men's team because he he referred to their their country as iran and then he was like well something something like you're clearly disrespectful you can't even say our country's name right it's iran not iran and so how do you do then he like went right into a question where he was just trying to pin him in a corner to make him extremely uncomfortable he was like well, you can't say our country, right? So you're very disrespectful. How do you uh, stand up for America when you have a bunch of racism going on over there? And the guy's like, holy Ooh, shit. Yeah. It's, uh, well, anyway, yeah, so th- they're making it personal. Um, and by personal, I mean, I just want the U.S. to win the freaking soccer game, man. Like, it is what it is. It's all it's all in good fun. Let's not get too crazy with it. But yeah, that's my third star of the week is the U.S. U- I can't say that. U.S. men's soccer team. Do you want me to go Stop. my second first? Or do you want to go back and forth? I'll go back and forth but i also want to say we got to score some goals here because they've only scored one goal in this tournament so far a chance to get out of this this group b and yes. move on because we only got like three games left so got to score some goals so awesome pick I'll, i'm loving the world cup i'm with you on that so my number three third star of the week is the grinch the grinch is my third star because i realized how much i love the grinch um, yes. and not there the old go. school Grinch. I, I, I hate the old school Grinch. I absolutely hate it. The Grinch that we watched when we were kids growing up, the cartoon too dark, too scary. Even Jim Carrey's Grinch is a little over the top. Didn't like it. Disagree. I'm talking about 100%. 20. Disagree. Well, okay. 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 So forgive me. My kids did watch that recently. I haven't get full disclosure. I haven't given it the full benefit of the doubt. Uh, I'm pretty sure I listened to it while it was on in the car on a road trip. Uh, the kids watched it in the back and I had to listen to it. So I'm not sure how I feel about the Grinch with Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, love Jim Carrey. Right. So anyway, I'll give that, uh, let's, let's pass on that. But the old school cartoon Grinch hate it. Don't, I've never liked it. Always gave me bad vibes. This is a vibes podcast. Grinch 2018 with Engelbert Humper, Humperdinck or Cumberbatch, whatever his name is. <laughs> he, that dude, like that is the best Grinch. That's the best Grinch because it's funny. Uh, Pharrell, who I love, is the narrator. 
the soundtrack is like spot on all hip hop and and classic stuff it is hilarious it is just enough of like the grinchy style but also kind of like heartwarming and fun i my kids love this movie i love this movie we watched it last week um for the first time this season not the last time this season but i just absolutely love the grinch and that is my third star of the week the grinch 2018 not that old ass negative shit don't like that one well jim carrey still might go all right moving on here my two star of the week goes to mike purcell Mike Purcell is the D lineman for the Denver Broncos. That was caught. So we're, we're recording this on Monday. It was caught yesterday on, on camera during the game. Forgot who they were playing. It doesn't even matter. Oh, they're playing the Carolina Panthers fourth quarter. Broncos are losing. Russell Wilson is again playing like shit. And Mike Purcell is caught on camera screaming in Russell Wilson's face. And I being a Seattle diehard everything fan, plus also Russell Wilson hater because the dude's corny as fuck. Absolutely loved it. So I have to give my my second star of the week to Mike Purcell. Thank you for doing what everyone in the world wants to do to Russell Wilson, which is scream at his face that he's a loser cornball who shouldn't be playing football anymore. But thank you for thinking that you were better than the Seattle Seahawks and that organization and the fan base and rolling around like everything was because you and God are so tight and you're just the man and, and all this bullshit and then leaving town. And not only did our team get better without you, but we freed up cap space. You can go fuck yourself. Mike Purcell's two star of the week. Hell yeah. Speak it, man. Speak it. Just can't That's, stand that dude. You just basically, uh, I think said what every uh, Seattle Seahawks fan uh, out there wanted to say, uh, and if they don't have a podcast, you just said it for them. So good Everybody, job. Anyone that watches the NFL knows how insufferable this freaking dude is. We only tolerate it because he was good. But now that he's out, like the cat's out of the bag. This guy freaking sucks. And the world so, knows Mike Purcell, two star of the week. Is is uh, strip away the Seattle Seahawks fanship o- away from you. Yes. Is, Rus- is Russell Wilson one of the most like love to hate him sports personalities in all of sports, or is that just because of being a Seattle Seahawks fan and him being corny as, as fuck, as you say, this is a great question. Um, I have a lot of friends that are not from, cause I mean, I, I moved away from Washington when I was 18 years old. So it's been two decades now. I have friends from all over that I get texts all the time from them actively loving to hate on him as well. I don't think it's just a Seattle Seahawks fan base thing. I think the rest of, the league and the rest of NFL fans are starting to see what Seahawks fans have been saying for a couple of years now, which is like, this guy's really weird. This guy's really corny. He's not a normal person. And the only thing that kind of covered it up before was how much he was winning with Seattle. Now that that is no longer there, he's just kind of exposed and all this weird stuff is coming out and player and like ex teammates are calling him out and all this stuff is going on. So I think objectively it is a love to hate guy. And he's just, I don't know. It's really hard to explain. But if you if you follow along anything he does, the dude is just fucking weird, man. I'm telling you. It's like he's in a cult by himself. I don't understand <laughs> it. it. It makes no sense. Um, so, yeah, uh, Mike Purcell, that's my, that's my, that's my two-star of the week. Awesome. Sidney Crosby is my love to hate for the NHL. So oh, there's, no. always, yes. there's a whole bunch. <laughs> All right. So my, my, my uh, second star, my, uh, the second star for me for the week, house shoes. I've written down house shoes. Because my wife calls them slippers, but they're house shoes. Uh, I have cold feet, and I went on Amazon and I ordered 
uh, lined shoes that I only wear in the house. Again, slippers. You bought. They're slippers. not slippers. Okay, you bought slippers. I, I'm gonna. I'm wearing them now. Okay. No, Jeff is now trying to show me his slippers. They have, they I'm gonna confirm. Oh, his. Wow. Okay, so his slippers have rubber on the bottom, and he's gonna call them house shoes. <laughs> There's my feet get so I have like it just runs in my family the circulation of like a I think a dead blueberry bush, and like I, I don't know why but my feet just get so cold and, and like always freezing and i don't want to wear socks all the time because you know sometimes socks is you know are, are choking my feet i need a little breathing room and i'm telling you these slippers i love it my second star my house shoes not slippers that's my second star of the week i've been love because the weather in louisiana has been absolutely insane cold rainy hot cold hot wet like what the hell's going on? House we're shoes just, for the wind. Just describing weather, but I, that's under, all right. <laughs> fair, fair. All right, all right. That was good. All right, here we go. My one star. My one star goes to none other than Thanksgiving. Not only was Thanksgiving fantastic, Jeff. I hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. Okay. I am incredibly thankful. It's been a hell of a year. It is my personal favorite holiday. I've already talked about it enough, but I will reiterate. You get to eat all like you get to embrace your inner fat kid all day. You just gorge yourself on food. You watch football. There's no expectation for gift giving. You don't have to like there's no financial obligation. There's none of that. And the best part is the very next day, what did I do? I sat on my couch in my freaking underwear and I played video games for 12 hours while eating leftovers. And it was the best day ever. And that day was made possible. By Thanksgiving, I had four dinners on Thanksgiving. I ate dinner four different times. I ate dessert twice. It was unbelievable. Like at one point, I was eating pumpkin pie with ham and rolls, like all at once. And I'm just like, this is okay. And at the end of the night, I had to drink coffee because I was so exhausted and I felt physically sick from how much I ate that I had to drink coffee to try to wake up. It didn't work, and I fell asleep with my hands on my stomach. It was a great Thanksgiving. That's awesome that you did that. That's uh, I saw that you uh, had written a, a huge ode to shrimp merloton dressing. Yes, yes. Which uh, totally had love it. Had it at uh, you know like part of the reason I live in Louisiana and married a Louisiana woman is because of Louisiana food, and it's just so so good. And then ham, ham honestly should just overtake Thanksgiving. Um, turkey's good. I'm starting to get over it. Ham, just salty ass ham. Jesus, love it. So good. Even ma- mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese. I'm starting to kind of get over it. It's like oh, dressings whoa, and what? ham. Don't don't say that. Don't I mean you like don't, it's you don't there. You don't mean that. You're just saying things you don't mean. All right. Also, my brother-in-law brought a cheesecake that I kid you not must have weighed 20 pounds. It must have I... weighed 20 pounds. This thing was insane. I ate like four slices of it over two days. Did he make it himself or did he store buy? And if he store bought where? No, he bought it like that. Just like from in Louisiana, you like some, you sometimes in Louisiana, if you, if you've never been to Louisiana, sometimes you buy stuff that's pre-made from the store. And guess what? If it's from a Louisiana grocery store, it's usually pretty damn good because it's like, it's homemade by people from Louisiana at the grocery store, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like you're going to Walmart and buying the Walmart version that's made in, you know, Oklahoma and shipped here. It's like made by people who are from Louisiana, who are probably born and raised, you know, making food and love food. 
nine out of 10, cause I actually work with some grocery store clients. I can tell you the people that work in the bakeries and make this sort of shit, like they like making food and that's why they have those jobs. And so there's love there. All right. So back to the cheesecake. No, he bought it off some dude, uh, in new Iberia, which is outside of Lafayette. Um, I think some dude's wife who just makes these things also too. That's another thing about Louisiana is like, you know, people who just, you know, somebody you either, you know, people directly, or you know how to get in touch with people who just make shit out yes. of their kitchen and sell yes. it. Yeah. You literally will pull up to their house and they'd be like, Oh, you're here for the cheesecake. That'll be $10. And they hand you 20 pounds of cheesecake in return for your $20. Yeah. Now this, this I asked and she, uh, my sister-in-law said, I said, how much, how much did you pay for this thing? And she, it was like $70. Ooh. And, and, but I was like, you still underpaid for this because this is incredible. And, and it like just kept going. So anyway, Thanksgiving was pretty phenomenal, and uh, I'm also thankful for that too. That's my that's my one that's my one star of the week. And I have to say, on the grocery store note, you're totally right because during COVID, I think it was actually Thanksgiving that we couldn't do because I had it, or anyway, somebody had it when like, we couldn't be around family, mm-hmm. and so we sent one person who was okay to like go to a store, and they went to like a like a local Rouse's, and they had like the the deli area, and like that whole area was open, and we just bought all the stuff that they had pre-made for Thanksgiving. And that meal was just as good. If someone had like been in our kitchen cooking for 24 hours prior, they had everything. They had like the fresh, like from, uh, from scratch rolls. They had oyster dressing, Merlotron dressing, like cranberry sauce, ham, like all the things. And it was like, these are dishes. A lot of them were dishes. You can only get in the freaking South in new Orleans. And they had it. and, And again, you're right. It's people that are working there. They're making it with love and you can just buy it outright. And that saves the freaking holiday. So shout out to those people. Yep. No, it's absolutely true. I love going to those grocery stores and buying that stuff for lunch from their hotline. Oh my just God. so good. So good. And just makes you so fat, but happy. Oh, yeah. um, so my number one star for the, for the week is Joey and the Kraken pod fam. First of all, you Joey, dude, I was drifting in and out of consciousness on many different levels, being exhausted, um, from just, you know, family life and then, you know, some drinks and food and that sort of stuff. And like, you just were on fire, tweeting fire from your couch, fueled by coffee <laughs> and turkey and mashed potatoes. You were like t- a tweeting madman this weekend. Um, you know, I put out some gambling picks. You were putting out some golden, just nuggets of Kraken memedom that just crushed it. And it was fantastic. So props to you. You definitely get a big old fish to eat. And then the Kraken Pod fam too. I just loved it. Um, like that the night that uh, the second parlay that we won, I honestly like had to tune out because we were doing tons of shit. Um, and and then what I loved was seeing the tweets pop up on my phone saying like, "Oh my god, oh he's gonna do it!" And I was like, "Holy shit, I think I'm gonna do it." Because I could, I could, I wasn't watching part of it. You know what I mean? So anyway, the Kraken Pod fam just being super interactive with us on Twitter and uh, across social media and just being part of this Kraken Pod thing. Um, definitely you guys are the number one star and, uh, Joey props to you for being on, uh, your thumbs must've been burning, man. It's like so soaked in Turkey grease and just, you know, sliding across that phone. Like, uh, you were ready to rock. So good job. What did Drake say? Trigger figures turn to Twitter fingers. I'm Mr. Twitter fingers over here. You know, Ooh, man, I appreciate dropping, it. Thank you. Dropping the, the Drake <laughs> lyrics is pretty phenomenal. It's, it's That's good. probably the only one that I know. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of DJ Khaled lately, and I just love I just love the dumb shit that he says. I just love it. It just oh, makes me so it's, happy. It's, all, it's, it's the random sayings in the background of the songs that make his songs for me. 
Like the best just, music. Yeah. That's what we got to say. Like <laughs> the at the beginning, I think we should work into the be- the beginning of the next podcast episode. Is it the best podcast? Yeah, we just need to get some. That's what we need to do. We need to get somebody else who just like has their own mic, and out of like nowhere, they just say random shit in the back, or like you and I will be talking like a brief pause, and someone will be like, "Yeah, get it." Like, (laughs) like, wait, what was that? And then you and I just keep going on, like, like nothing happened. Like, what do you talk? We need a hype, a hype person. Like, we need a hype person, like an MC. Yeah, hype man, hype woman, hype they. We need what we need. We need somebody in here to do it. So, all right. All right, so <laughs> that's I like this segment. So that's good. So next week I'm going to start keeping track of what my 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 three stars are. Um, don't lose my don't lose the number one star next week because I'll be pissed because you're carrying the weight here, buddy. All right, no dumb questions, no dumb questions. This is where you have a question about hockey, you are afraid to ask it, you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of another podcast, and guess what? That's smart because they will totally crush you and embarrass the shit out of you for asking a dumb question not us we're pretty dumb right we like to have fun and we don't know everything about hockey and we fully admit that so feel free to ask your dumb question here and we'll feature it in a segment called no dumb questions so this week joey what i know what it is i'm excited for this because i'm pretty dumb actually about this what is this week's no dumb question question all right. I asked this because I'm still relatively new to this space as well. Like I understand it because I've been watching sports my entire life, but sports betting, sports gambling is a new fun thing for me. And I'm encouraging people to also join in, partake and do it responsibly and have some fun with us. That's why Jeff has his uh, good vibes only parley of the night. So anyways, here's a question. The question is, what are some common sports gambling terms? And I'm just going to go through a couple of them because there's a shit ton of them. So I would, I would suggest you spend some time on it. So action Action is a bet or a wager. Like if someone says, I got some action on this game, they got some money on the game. They have a better a wager uh, against the spread is the result of a game, including the point spread bad beat. A bad beat is a bet that looks like the better is going to win, but does not. Mm, so if you think about like, like if you have the under on a game and you're like a point and a half away from it, hitting the over and then the team, for no reason, they're like you're watching a football game and they're down seven, and uh, they're like, you know what, fuck it, we're just gonna kick a field goal so we lose by four. But that three points takes you to the over. Well, you just lost. That's a bad beat. Oh, okay, that's cool. Chalk, chalk is the favorite in the game, and you'll hear this a lot. We're like, I didn't hear, know that. Yeah, you'll hear people be like, oh, I don't want to go chalk. Like, chalk is like, like you feel like your March Madness brackets. Everyone's like, oh, blah blah blah. I'm gonna fill yours out. And some people are like, yeah, I didn't want to go chalk, so I went with these guys instead. So chalk is just the favorites to win a particular game. Uh, consensus is somewhat still like the same thing. It's the percentage of the betting public on each side of a game. So you can look at like like where people are putting their money, and that will show you like where the consensus lies. And a lot of people use that um, in order to decide where they want to put their money on it because some people think. Like if you see like something that's really lopsided, like, oh, the fucking Detroit Lions are playing, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles tomorrow, Ugh. 80% of the money is going to be on the Eagles. And some people look at that and go, I'll put some money on the Lions. Let's see what happens. So there you go. That's consensus. Um, even, even or even money is when you bet $100 to win $100. Your odds are even. Favorite is a team favored to win a game. That's kind of a normal thing. Future bet. And this is what you and I have been talking about a lot in here, Jeff, because future bet, an example of this would be putting money on Maddie Beneers to win the Calder. A future bet is a bet on events that will happen in the future. Shocker. Like who will win a division or who will win a championship well in advance. 
Last money, I had a future bet. I bet the Mariners would win over 84 games. That was the easiest bet of all time. Uh, cash that money in, and then I took that money out and put it immediately on Matty Beneers to win the Calder at plus 450. That is a future bet. Um, nice. Handic- handicapping, researching sports statistics to pick your winners, which is pretty much anybody that does like sports betting. Like You're going to do a little bit of research, but there is also specific research that you can do to betting. Um, hedging is betting the opposite side of a previous bet to guarantee winning at least a small amount of money. Now we're talking like degenerate gambler status. We're like, I feel kind of confident about this bet, but let me bet the other side just in case. So no matter what happens, I'm going to come out with a little bit of money here. That's hedging your bets. Um, Lock is a large favorite, which is actually funny. That's a gambling term because you'll hear that term a lot. Be like, oh man, this shit's a fucking lock. Like this is a lock. Uh, This is a favorite. This is a winner. That's what a lock is. A money line bet, and you've heard us mention this a couple of times over the podcast today. A money line bet is just betting if a team will win or lose outright. So throw all points out the window. So the reason why I started joking with you, Jeff, and started calling it the good, the positive vibes only parlays because without even looking at like your ticket for what you're betting, I'm like Jeff is definitely putting the Kraken to win outright for the majority of these, if not all of them. And that, and when you say money line, that's it. Money line is being like. Kraken versus the Kings. Throw points out the window. I'm taking the Kraken. You're taking Kraken money line. Parlay. You've also heard that a bunch throughout this podcast and Jeff talking about it as well. Parlay is just a bet that combines multiple games or multiple bets for a higher payout. So, you know, you combine a bunch of things to plus 1300 You bet $10 and you pull a Jeff and you win $130. Uh, puck line. This is specific to hockey, which I did not know this. And this is really interesting because betting on hockey is really, really hard. So if you win uh, two bets back to back that are plus 1300, it's freaking ridiculous. But uh, a puck line is hockey has a point spread of minus 1.5 for the favorite and plus 1.5 for the underdog. I did not know that. That is super interesting. That is what a puck line is. It also makes total sense because, again, there's so many games in the season uh, betting hockey is extremely difficult, blah, blah, blah. Uh, proposition bets or prop bets are a bet on anything that is not directly tied to the outcome of the game. For an example, it can be the first team or the first player to score in a game. You had a parlay, uh, Seattle against Anaheim, where you bet the Anaheim Ducks to score first. That is a prop bet. It has nothing to do with the outcome of the game. You just said Anaheim was going to score first. They didn't. You lost the entire parlay. Um, and the last one I have here is Steam. Steam is a quick change on a line due to heavy wagering. So some information comes out about a player being injured or something like that. All of a sudden, you'll see the money shift. That is Steam because you'll see the whole line for the game shift over to a certain thing based off of whatever the fuck. So there you go. That's what Steam is. And that, there so you I, go. Like, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of terms out there, but these are kind of uh, the overall ones that are, that are used fairly fairly often i would say and yeah man it's really interesting because I'm, I'm learning a lot too so that's um that's awesome stuff because it's really interesting to to you know and look i don't think i'm ever going to become a huge like i'm going to put down tons of money on this and this and this it's just fun to do with a couple of bucks right and now i'm playing with house money uh with the DraftKings app which is which is great but i'm looking at tomorrow's game or well, tonight's game if you're listening to this you know on tuesday which you are um seattle kraken LA Kings on the money line, right? Which is just straight up. I'm going to pick the Kraken to win. That's plus 100, right? So 
the Kings, it's minus 120. So on that plus 100, if I put down, you know, 10 bucks, then I'll win. Uh, what are the odds on that? Plus 100. Uh, I'll win 10 bucks, right? Is that right? I believe so. Wait, I'm still, on. I'm still so freaking new to how, to how those exactly work. Like my, my math is not like, I don't have gambling math that's it. down that's yet. It. No, it is. That's it. That's it. It's a, uh, it, so plus 100, if I bet 10, that means I'm, I will win 10. So I'll win 20 total. Right. So the Kraken right now against the Kings, I'm looking at it. They're the underdogs, right? Who, so, the Kraken? Yeah. The, the Kings are the favorite. What? Because on the money line, it's plus 100, and the Kings are minus 120. What so, yeah. So, and then I'm looking at the puck line, which is the basically uh, plus 1.5, minus 1.5. Yeah. Right. So, like, that's, that's, that's pretty tight. Um, the Kings are a minus one, are minus 1.5. So they're the favorite. They're the favorites. What the hell? Uh huh. And basically, what that's saying is if I, if I take that, if I take them, now that's a good, Money line bet though, if I'm going straight up whatever Las Vegas and the DraftKings is thinking, um, because that's plus two oh five. So if I take the Kings um on the uh money line, they have to win by two goals for me to to get that. But that's if so I put stupid. if I put ten dollars down on that, I win thirty. So those are really good odds. And if I'm going straight up as a degenerate better, not caring at all about hockey, just trying to win some games, I'm saying, mm-hmm. cool, that's a good, that's a good line right there. Plus two Oh five. I, I like that on the, on the money line. But again, I'm already looking in the DraftKings app and I'm already looking at the same game parlay. What I've learned about the DraftKings app though, is you can't pick anytime goal scores until game day. So right now, if I were to pick the same game parlay, I'm only looking at money line, total goals, puck line, first period stuff. Um, the actual goal scores, anytime goal scores or whatever, that doesn't show up until the actual game day. So I can't make that bet till tomorrow. So I'm going to wait till tomorrow to place my bet on the game. But I'm definitely going to take the Kraken on the money line at plus 100, man. So I'm going yeah, the with the good dogs in LA. I would definitely take that. Also, I think if I had to take a guess here, the reason why you cannot bet about like the prop bet that you mentioned about anytime goal scores for either team until, until game days, because hockey kind of leaves everybody. So out in the dark, they really don't know what the lineups are going to look like. And then in the morning, like right after morning skate is when the teams will announce their starting lineups. I bet you anything. That's when the bookies and the odds makers are taking those, that information. They're like, okay, now these are your guys who are playing. Now you can bet on who's going to score a goal. That would make the most sense. You know what was weird about the Anaheim game and and the anytime goal score is my first thought was Maddie Beneers. What are the odds on him? He's scoring a goal. I really did feel that. Like I'm like he's going to score a goal tonight yeah. for sure. And, and he wasn't listed in the anytime goal scores, and he scored what? a goal. So what? What does Las Vegas know about Maddie Beneers? They must have known he was going to score a goal. Like what's that all about? Because yeah, there's sometimes I've noticed is certain players aren't listed in the anytime goal scores. It gives you like 20 options basically um, for both, like for both teams, like combined. So like 20 to 25 options to pick anytime goal scores. Not every player is on there. And Maddie Beneers on Sunday was not on the anytime goal score list. So maybe they thought his odds of scoring a goal in that game were so high, like a given they're not going to put him on there, which I thought was really strange. As much as I want to believe that's a conspiracy, I honestly just think that's oversight because the reality is 
the, and this, and I'm realizing this more and more the more that I watch hockey. The people that watch hockey are diehard about it. We love it. Best sport. Don't miss a game. All that. There is a large percentage of the population that doesn't give a flying fuck about hockey. It's like football's number one, you know, basketball, baseball, and like hockey kind of falls to the wayside. They don't really pay attention until like the NHL playoffs. I used to be that person. I think it's just oversight on the betting apps. I mean, really, that's what it has to be. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous that they want to have those things updated, but hey, now we know it. And speaking of scoring goals, random shout out here. I have to shout out Shane Wright because this dude has scored four goals in three games for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. He is going freaking off. He's got a plus minus a positive one right now. And his shooting percentage, which is goals scored per shots on, le- on net, is 80 freaking percent right now. So shout out to Shane Wright because, um, you know, he's only there for a couple of weeks on assignment. But holy crap, it's so good to see him out there and developing, not only developing, but like confident, building his confidence playing with dudes who are freaking pros and also like just, Oh man, I'm just, I'm super pumped about what he's doing and developing down there. And turns out that, you know, hack and uh, Mr. Ronnie Francis kind of knew what they were doing and Shane Wright's doing the damn thing. And I can't wait till he's back on the Kraken. You know, I, I did see some people saying like, gosh, he should be doing that for the Kraken right now. Well, he, he, he needed, wasn't. he wasn't, he needed to go down there and he needs to go build his confidence and just hang out in, you know, in Coachella, smoke a dupe, score some goals. That's what I just assume you do there. Cause I'm just thinking of like the actual, you know, like actual Coachella, which has nothing to do with the actual, like, you know, uh, city, right. Or the area. So, um, uh, but he, he's crushing it down there because he's playing against players that are just, he's like an elite superstar in that league now. Right. Um, and he's showing it like he's doing what he needs to do. And he's showing that he is a top tier talent he's got to go learn some stuff at a higher level and then he'll come back up he is going to be a force for the seattle Kraken. he just wasn't ready yet and now he's down there having a blast building up his confidence killing it and i hope he continues to do that because the future just looks so damn good for the seattle kraken yeah also, that's it i got nothing else to add to that <laughs> okay. uh last thing is i just saw the tweet you put out of leon dreisaitl just knocking the stick <laughs> out of the Rangers hand after scoring a goal. Oh yeah. Amazing. 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 And I'm watching this on loop. I, I, Joey, I might watch this on loop the rest of this night because it is hilarious. I just love it. I love it's the most petty. Like it's the dumb, like he just skates by a player for, I think it's the New York Rangers. It just knocks this Rangers. Out of his hand for no reason whatsoever. Who is that? That is hilarious shit. I love Leon. I actually, you and you, <laughs> oh my god that's so good that's a great tweet from this morning featuring that awesome video of leon dreisaitl that's why you gotta follow us on twitter at kraken pod because we've got some fire stuff going on between the bets the memes the funny stuff please follow us on there and please please chat with us we love chatting with you too so thank you for listening to this podcast i'm serious this is a great gif um man i love it thank you so much make sure you're giving us that five-star rating wherever you listen to this podcast, Spotify, Apple podcast, the podcast bin. I don't know where maybe there's a podcast discount bin out there somewhere, but we love those five-star reviews and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just being part of this community and just chatting with us. That's what we're here to do is just chat with you. So uh, on my to-do list is watch the crack and win some games, um, spend some gambling money on buying some giveaway stuff for Christmas for you as a crack uh, and pod fan, which I'm totally looking at. Um, and that's pretty much it. So any other plans for the week for you, Joey? 
Zero. I'm just Good. I'm watching Kraken hockey. I'm playing The Last of Us. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a bunch of work done. Uh, you know, actually it should be work first, but whatever, dude. Yeah, no, not a ton of plans, man. Like, uh, you know, it's starting to be, I mean, it is the holidays where I'm just gearing up for Christmas. I'm actually gonna be in Boston uh for Christmas. I'm very annoyed because the Bruins will not be in town playing any games while I am there. So the first thing I did was I looked up their schedule. They're actually gonna be in New Jersey and they're elsewhere. So I will I will miss uh, the Bruins by a game. I was hoping to go check out their barn. It's not going to happen, but I will be in Boston uh, for Christmas time. That's really strange. Like we've, we've like basically traveled the same places for the yes. whole year, which yeah. is really three times we've done this. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. What are you doing in Boston? Uh, girlfriend's family. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, go to a BU game. That was fun as hell. Go to like a, I know. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting up a Celtics game while I'm there. The Celtics are playing like, oh, it doesn't fucking matter who they're playing, but the Celtics are playing a game and I've never been to the garden. And I really want to go and knock that off the bucket list. But the number one thing I'm doing while I am out there is I am doing a proper Boston pub crawl. And I am so freaking pumped for that. I've been wanting to do this for a number of years now. So it's a, uh, it's going to happen. I've already put uh, the word out there and starting to organize it. So I'm very, very, very excited. Oh, and I, I forgot to tell you is there maybe an, uh, uh, I should have talked about this is we'll definitely talk about it on the pod next week, but, um, and there's maybe opportunity for you to join me. I don't know, but I might be joining a big uh, group of dudes to drive in an RV to Baton Rouge to watch a hockey game. Dude, yeah. Sign me up in a heartbeat. Now you'd have to leave from here on the North shore. That's the only issue. So I don't give a shit. That's fine. Okay, I'm going to find out if I get you some spots on there because, you know, the, the Mississippi <laughs> Seawolves are uh, playing uh, in Biloxi, which is not too far from us. Um, it's I think it's an East Coast Hockey League team, and they are doing two exhibitions in Baton Rouge to see if hockey will work in Louisiana again, and they are, like, basically sold out. So I got an offer to go uh, with some friends of mine who are going to do this thing. I actually suggested it. Um, two months ago and they came back out of the blue like hey we're doing this thing you want to go i was like yeah so anyway if there's space on this thing and there's tickets i'll uh i'll let you know let me know holler at your boy i'm in just all right cool. me in. If there's a spot i'm there awesome all right dude all right cool well have a great week thank you for listening to this thing and we really appreciate you too at crack and pod all over the place on social media we've got to leave you with the chirp of the week when shit like this happens where leon Drysettle is bashing sticks out of uh, other players hands uh sometimes there's some some talk on the ice there's some trash talk that's called chirps and they're always hilarious so we love to leave you with our chirp of the week so have a great week thanks for listening this is the kraken pod chirp of the week we're about to go to hockey central with an update from joe patrick we want to see if we can decipher this conversation between paul mara and mike rock